Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Threesome FPL podcast. This is our second preview podcast for the exciting 23-24 season with so many unanswered questions. I'm Phil and I'm here with Anthony. How are you, Anthony? Yeah, good, mate. Good. And I'm going to try not to be so grumpy today. Appreciate I was a little bit a little bit grumpy on the last pod. I let Mike get in my head about my first draft, but not today. I'll be a changed man. And I'm actually looking forward to the season, boys. It's only a few days away now feeling quite excited about it so uh yeah bring it on oh okay this is a new positive anthony uh, it's good news until the uh the scores come in after the weekend <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> we'll, fair we'll see how i am on next week's pod fair enough michael how are you watermelon sugar hi um no, very well no, thank you no yeah. please no oh, oh. No, so, so we had, so on our on our not already within a, like a minute or something. Talk about our other podcast, Chip Advisor. Please do uh, search for it. Um, Mike decided he wanted a second catchphrase because he's developed a catchphrase of his, of his own already anyway. And mm. he's saying watermelon sugar high. I was contacted by a couple of people actually to say yeah. it's quite awkward hearing Mike talk about watermelon sugar high which he was in this week's podcast which we did about oh what's in your fridge and um and they said there is there is a meaning to that that you probably don't want to be saying to people are there are there sexual connotations uh, yes yeah. well i'm a very sexual guy so <laughs> you know uh, um, uh, just just be me guys you know just be me messy just just google um, it Maybe not during the pod, and then no. yeah, you might understand. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. Fine. Uh, so this week, we since last week, we have changed our teams a little bit, and we're going to do our, our maybe final team reveals. And we've got some questions sent in, and Mike uh, is playing the role of a doctor because there's been a lot of injuries since since last week's episode. So maybe. Do you want to go over the injury situation now, Mike? Get that out of the way. Let people know. Sure thing. Sure thing. Why don't we? Uh, yeah. Why don't you head to the physio's room? Oh, hello there. Is Doctor Mikey here? Oh God. With an injury update. Are you having a watermelon sugar high? <laughs> <laughs> Why can't you just be yourself? I'll find. I'll be myself. Do all doctors talk? Um, I'm not quite sure. Okay, so no, uh, no doctors can write in English. <laughs> just, that's true. It's just a scribble. It's a scribble. Sorry, uh, Mike. Large, largely relevant to the feature, but yeah. So um, uh, I have been looking at some of those questionables. Obviously, there are a lot of players that are marked red on the game. You don't need me to explain what's happening there. Um, maybe with the odd exception. Uh, but looking at those ones that are yellow and are marked possible, and trying to figure out for you just how close they are to return. So. Um, if we start with defenders, first of all, um, uh, Fabian Shah, or indeed Cher, do you believe? Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't believe he's going to be back in time for uh, this weekend. Um, he's, he's featured in all but two of the games last season for Newcastle, so he's worth a look at five mil. However, um, he's not featured in uh, four uh, pre-season games. Only one out of five did he did he make. Um, he is meant to be back on the grass this week, but I don't think they'll risk him. Uh, Jacob Murphy, who's a five million midfielder, has been covering for him in the last couple of friendlies, um, and I expect him probably to start this weekend. 
um, against Villa. Um, so Fabian Scher... Sorry, Newcastle oh, got a tricky start to the season with Villa, uh, Man City and Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so yeah, Cher probably one to avoid. Um, Rico Henry, um, yeah. he wasn't risked at the weekend, but um, I expect him to be back. Um, he has trained this week. Um, so, yeah, Rico Henry, it was just a, a precautionary leaving him out of the weekend in the friendly. Um, fully expecting to be back there, and I think at 4.5 million, well worth a look. Um, gets up and down well for, for Brentford. Um, and of the Brentford picks in defence, he's probably the one to go for. Um, Tyrick Mitchell, um, not looking good for him. Um, I think this week's going to come too soon. So, Crystal Ma uh, Palace asset there at 4.5 mil, uh, one to leave alone. Uh, and we mentioned him last week, just some clarity, at least another month for Alex Moreno, who's undergoing um, surgery on his hamstring injury. Um, they were trying to avoid surgery. He limped off um, in the end of May against Liverpool, actually, in the Premier League last season. Um, but they've now conceded they need to operate. He has been operated on, but at least a month recovery time on that. So, um, yeah, not probably worth having him in at the moment with a view to him coming in in the short term. Okay. Uh, let's move to mid. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Sorry, sorry, you're still going. That's fine. I forgot you. Oh, I'm still going. Yep. No problem. Oh, yeah. Let's go into the midfield, shall we, Mikey? Okay. Yep. Yes. Let's start no. to Mikey. Don't oh, no, that's me. I've looped the audio whilst you chat. Great. Uh, Umbermo um, was bought off just as a precaution at the weekend, uh, shortly into the friendly. Uh, he got a dead leg. He's been photographed back in training, um, in full training with the rest of the squad. Fully expected to be back in. With that in mind, he's back in my 11 uh, at 6.5 mil on pens, on set plays, uh, and in with the absence of, of Tony. So, yeah, Umbermo, green light, guys. Get on him. Uh, the game's still showing him is doubtful. He will start this weekend. Uh, and finally, um, a couple of strikers to, to make mention of, I guess. Uh, Nkuku is out and out for months rather than weeks. So, um, yeah, um, that, that maybe puts extra emphasis on Jackson as, a, as an option up front. Uh, and Hoyland, who's joined for Man United, at least three weeks away. Could offer value at 7 mil, although not prolific for Atalanta. Um, but in a United side that, that could well be free scoring this season, um, one to look at, but not for a few weeks, gang. Uh, there concludes uh, the physio room. Yeah, that is good. Thank oh, you, okay, Mike. fade it out. Wow, okay. Well, yeah. it's going to fade out. And I thought, <laughs> you know what? I actually did consider fading it out, and I thought, you know what? People know what they're going to get with us. They, we don't need to okay. suddenly start fading things we don't need we don't need some kind of slick operation no gosh no no, no i no. mean we've only been doing this for four years come on now yeah yeah who's okay. your favorite who's your favorite hoyland the one that signed for united or izzy hoyland in neighbors oh definitely izzy hoyland natalie Bassingthwaite. yes yeah um her of the lead singer of the dance act rogue traders correct she had a she had an affair with carl well she didn't oh her, she her, did. Izzy had an affair with Carl. Let's be clear about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Max Hoyland, her ex-husband, doesn't really get a look in in my eyes. No, no, no. Anyway, anyway, thanks for that. Thanks for that, Michael. The update on the injuries. No problem. So, Anthony, what? what yes, you've got your hand up. This is exciting. Well, I just feel like this might be a better way to not talk over each other. But I know Bournemouth oh. assets aren't maybe. Uh, on people's radar, but it feels like the, the entire Bournemouth squad should be in Mike's list there, doesn't it? We're actually going to start the season without a right-back, which could be quite interesting against uh, West Ham on Saturday. Or are we? Are oh. we? Oh! No, we're not. No, we, we are, we, we are going to start right back. without a yeah. right-back. 
I think we're going to start with a right back, you know. Is this your way of hinting at a signing or do you... Oh, yeah, like like the club let Mike know, the inner, inner, <laughs> the inner scene on a transfer. Oh, oh. well, I'll talk yeah. to you off air, gentlemen. He is Mr. Bournemouth after all. Come on now. Oh, you're, you're too kind. But uh, yeah. The guy, um... the, guy that, the guy that Bournemouth wanted from Atalanta looks like he's going to Wolfsburg. Oh. I mean, you would okay. choose Wolfsburg over us, wouldn't you? But yeah. Okay. Well, let's see. Let's see. Okay. Yeah. We'll yeah. See. But anyway, anyway, Anthony, you've you said you've changed. What we're going to do? We're going to go through our new team reveals, and we're going to go starting lineup, and then we're going to go bench, and then we're going to have a quick look at who's got a good fixture run at the start of the season, and then we will answer your listener questions, all in a lunch break. It's incredible, Anthony. Good times, crazy so you're times. More positive today. Should we end that by listening to your team? Yeah. <laughs> Well, let's see. I mean, you may cut it to pieces, but I'm I'm feeling happier with this team than I was last week. So let's see. I'm not oh, very drastic changes, I have to say. Wait one moment, I forgot. Anthony! Yeah, lovely. Yeah. Thanks, mate. That Please does make me feel good. Time. Yeah. So I've changed my goalkeeper. Uh, okay. I had Martinez last week at Villa. I've gone to Unana. What's your name? Um, okay. Mainly because he came out uh, and shouted uh, Harry Maguire so much. So Harry Maguire is now off to West Ham. So have you not uh, taken into account if you're not taking into account the stats I gave you about how many touches and passes completed last season? It was Is that, that not see, you in any way? I didn't want to blow your trumpet, but basically I did actually listen Please to you, Mike, don't. and uh yeah, I you. did listen to some of your impressive stats and you swayed thank me you. on Unana. So if he turns out to be rubbish, it's all your fault. Strangely, um, strangely, I had Onana and I've listened to Mike and now removed him. <laughs> oh disappointing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay, so you've got Onana in goal. Yes, I've got a back three. Lovely. Uh, one of my back three currently has uh, 0.2% ownership, but Ooh, I'll, I'll cool. do him last. So I've kept with Gabriel uh, and Shaw. Arsenal have got very good fixtures. Um, yep. uh, Manchester United have got quite good fixtures. Uh, I like Luke Shaw in there. He can be on set pieces at times as well. So my 0.2% ownership, boys, is a Bournemouth player. I've always got to have a Bournemouth player in my starting 11. It is Kirkes. Oh, you've got him live yet. Yeah, see, I listened to you on that one, Phil. Apparently, he's good. Um, And, yeah, he might be on set pieces as well. Now, I know after Saturday, we have a particularly nasty run. But I think I've got players on my bench who I can swap around and bench him for when we've got Liverpool and and harder games. So, yeah, that's my back three. What are your thoughts there, boys? So, you're starting Kerkes. I'm starting starting, Kerkes. Starting a 4.5 million defender. Who who else did you have? Shaw and... Shaw and Gabriel. Gabriel. So... With those as your starting three, and I assume some cheaper options on the bench, you're you're, you're focusing your money on your midfield and attack. Yeah, I think okay. there's possibly more gains from that myself. Yeah, I've gone for a three-four-three formation. So okay, and I don't want to I don't want to stop you mid mid team, but I'm going oh, to. No, no, no. I just think it's worth. I think it's just worth. We were going to mention the fixtures. You know, the the, the team that had great fixtures or good fixtures mm. coming up. I think we're going to reference that quite a bit in our lineup. So probably just best to to hear and now flag up those teams you know okay. so that we're not constantly you know yeah, referring yeah. back on ourselves okay. so so phil those teams are brighton clearly have a, a, a nice run so brighton start with luton at home wolves away who it looks like they're gonna have gary o'neill as manager and then west ham at home newcastle at home man united away and bournemouth at home so it's not bad uh, yep. Ars- Arsenal have got a great start to the season there. Nottingham Forest at home, Palace away, Fulham at home, Man United at home, Everton away, Spurs at home, and then Bournemouth away. 
Uh, other teams we could start. Brentford, actually, that's why people are getting on in Burmo. They've got Tottenham at home, Fulham away, Palace at home, Bournemouth at home. Everton have even got a good start, but where do you go with, with Everton, really? Especially now Dan Juma's flagged as injured. Fulham at home, Aston Villa away, Wolves at home, Sheffield United away. Uh, mm. Newcastle don't have a good start to the season, which is a shame because that will nobble a few people. Uh, Man City have got Burnley away, Newcastle at home, Sheffield United away. So that's two of the promoted teams in the first three games. Fulham at home, West Ham away, Forest at home, Wolves away. City have got a ridiculous run. Yeah. Such an easy start to the season. Uh, Man United, their first three games, Wolves, Spurs, Forest before they play Arsenal and Brighton. Um, yeah, it's probably those those teams really. Yeah. Spurs, Spurs at West Ham aren't bad either, to be honest. Okay. So sorry, so Anana, Gabriel, Shaw, Kirk, yes, those are your your your, your defence and, and keeper. Who have you got in midfield? Yep. You have got. <laughs> you must have gone boom shakalaka in midfield. Well, I looked at how many. So my midfield are not going to get me much points from a differential point of view in terms of my my starting four. I think uh, are pretty high in in the selected by currently. So the top five, four of them are in the top five. Uh, so Saka, Odegaard, Bruno Fernandez, and Matoma. So as you can okay, like yeah. there, Brian got some good fixtures. So uh, no real surprises there. Um, I had Saka virtually all of last season. It was always in the points for me. Odegaard was one I didn't have because I had Martinelli. I've got Odegaard this time. Um, of course, we know you boys have talked me out of having Trossard. I had him in there last week. He did. Yeah. Sort I'm of sort score. of disappointed. I'm sort of disappointed we have. That is the one disadvantage to doing this podcast is my knowledge then gives you a leg up because if you weren't <laughs> listening to this podcast, and the sheer genius that I impart, um, I'd probably be rinsing you for the first, you know, six months of the season. Hmm. Would you though? You'd make or would you'd make just decisions like Trossard. I mean, he scored at the weekend. Yeah. I yeah. mean, well, that sums uh, you up very loosely. Very, very loose. If you're going to accuse me of chasing last week's points, I had him in before he scored. Just to clarify, last I've, actually, I've actually taken him out after he scored, so I'm actually doing the opposite. Yeah. Okay. All right. Talk about talk about. It. So we got a uh, we got a three. We got a five. Who's your two? Oh, they got a three, no, four. three, four, three. My friend. Three, three four. four. Three. Oh. Okay. Who's your three? Oh. So same as last week for two of them. So Harland and Jackson. Jackson. I'm gutted about that. Bournemouth didn't sign. Uh, I think yeah. it'll be good for Chelsea this season. And. Callum Wilson is my third Ooh. striker. Now I know Newcastle have. Not the best fixture run, I do know that, but um, I've seen a couple of clips in him in pre season and he looks good. And I fancy him to be in the goals of the season. I think Newcastle are going to have a strong season still. Um, so I've got some bench options potentially that would mean I could bench him next week, but we will see. So that's my starting 11. Okay, I think so it's better it's than last week's. Interesting that you've gone and spent the extra half a mil on Wilson over Isaac, yeah. Mainly because he used to play for Bournemouth. <laughs> and he's on pens. He's on pens, isn't he? He is on pens. He is on pens. I do love Callum Wilson. Uh, without okay. doubt, one of my favourite ex-Bournemouth players. Uh, I'll yeah. be honest, my I didn't really analyse that situation of the money with Isaac like you possibly would. I just saw Callum well, Wilson I and thought, oh, I like Callum Wilson. I'm going to stick him yeah. in my team. That's okay. just how okay. I roll. Talk us through your bench. Well, Bournemouth legend here. Darren Randolph on my bench. 
Uh, appreciate he's not going to play, but you're not going to have a goalkeeper who's going to play, really, are you? Unless you want to waste loads of money. There's no point in having a five. I'll, I'll, talk, to you, I'll talk to you in a minute about Turner, who's four million. Who's okay, if I can just, yeah, yeah. But Nana's if definitely going to play. Just, but that, it doesn't matter. I could have no, just before it matters. Just for the record, you know, just in case, let's say Neto gets injured for Bournemouth, and you're then looking for a keeper to come off the bench uh, who might just randomly be a bit of a, a short-term win for you. Radu will be our sub-keeper. Randolph has had no minutes in pre-season. So, Radu is four million. If you're sat on Randolph, if you're sat in, if you're sat in this game and you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking about putting Randolph in, uh, an easy win is to swap him out for Radu because he is the second keeper for ball. Hang on a second. He does have a lovely beard. Is Randolph not a West Ham? No, No, Randolph is has been been for, for a little while now. Since wow. January, Phil. Keep up. Married to married to Alexandra Burke, as I found wow. out randomly um, not so long ago, um, wow. when she was sat just a few seats away from me, and I thought that looks like Alexandra Burke. Didn't know she was a former fan, and um, yeah, uh, I've worked back and, and and worked it out. So You've done some go. research. Well done. I really hope she wasn't expecting to see her husband play football. Dear, oh dear. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. the rest of my bench. Number one, Harvey Barnes. Really like Harvey Barnes. Oh, okay. oh, you are just effectively what you've done from last week's pod yeah. is copy my yeah. teeth. No, no, don't, don't, don't flatter yourself, young man. Oh, I can't beat Phil, so I'll just be like him. Oh, no, he's on my bench. So get back in your box, young man. Wait, wait till your turn. Thank you I very will. much. I can't wait. Harvey Barnes on my bench. Next yeah. to him, another ex Bournemouth player, <laughs> Tyrone Mings. Um, nice. right, okay. ha- um, sorry, Villa have some nice fixtures, I think, or nicer fixtures. Um, why why Mings is why Mings is your pick in defence over Pau? Pardon? Pau Torres. Why why Mings as opposed to Pau Torres or Conza? Because Tyro Mings is very tall. He's got lovely hair and he used to play for Bournemouth. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> All of it, cool. I think, are right. valid reasons to pick on, him over any of those names. He stood on Ibrahimovic's, Ibrahimovic's head. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. good times. Okay. And, and I've not touched my last player on my bench, Anderson, who of uh, Luton, who you flagged up, Mike, you knew a lot about him. He used to play for Barnsley on lane and was very good in set pieces, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. yeah. Well, being third on my bench, I'd like to think that something's gone terribly wrong with my team if I have to call on him at any point soon. So I'm sticking with him okay. because the money I've freed up there has allowed me uh, to uh, to go with others. So that's I think that's what I'm going to stick with now, boys, at this fairly late stage. Okay, mate. It's it's interesting, isn't it? At the, I mean, I, I I have gone for quite a strong bench, and I'll talk you through it when it when it comes to mine. But it's interesting at this stage of the season, you've got players in your. There's very little risk of rotation, with the exception of maybe Man City. There's very little risk of rotation, I think, at at, at this stage, is there? But until the European competitions kick in, because um, they, they'll be playing so. once a week. So you've got no um, Liverpool in there, have you, Ant? No Liverpool? No, got no Liverpool. I've only got one City, two United. I've got three Arsenal, though. And uh, I okay. think, you know, as you've just mentioned with the fixtures, you'd be slightly foolish not to have three Arsenal in, to, certainly to start the season, I would suggest. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I did have a little play around. I was trying to get Salah in my team this morning and uh, realised that I really couldn't unless I weakened myself elsewhere. So I'm going to stick to my guns and go with this. Okay. See where we go. It's interesting, right. isn't it? Because... In in years gone by, I pretty much started every season, and it didn't do me too badly. I, I started every season with two of like the cheapest possible assets on the bench, 
and maybe then one player who was like a four and a half million defender and then put all my money in my team. Whereas now, you know, Harvey Barnes on the bench, it's, you know, it gives you options. And I think mm-hmm. because of the COVID seasons and even last season with the Queen dying and stuff and all the games being rearranged and having a strong bench seems very, very useful now. Hopefully, I think this season will be a bit more normal. But You you can, and I know Mike will get onto this when he comes to his team, but you can have a situation like Mike had with his last season where he continually got amazing points that yeah, was sat yeah. on his bench. When you have yeah. a team that's so strong, you can't decide who you're going to start and who you're going to bench. And then you have bench players scoring higher than your starting players. That is incredibly frustrating. And Paul Mike mm. had that on many occasions last week. So I kind of have gone for a bit, a bit, a bit of a balance, I think, knowing that you know Barnes or Mings could come in if need be. And that's why I've gone with Randolph. But yeah, it doesn't to me the second goalkeeper's sort of irrelevant unless you're lucky enough to have a keeper go down injured in the warm-up or something. But uh, with with the second goalkeeper thing, I mean, really, if I mean Tur- so Turner's signed for Forest today. We're recording on Wednesday from Arsenal. Yeah. Turner's signed for Forest. He's four million on the game. He, He's probably going to be their starting keeper, depending on whether Dean Henderson also signs for Forest. So having a, a starting goalkeeper that's four million, you may as well have a, him on your bench than someone else, just just to rotate him if Anana's playing Man City or something. I, I don't know. Yes, but, okay, so Mike, because you're the Oracle, we'll go to you. Yeah. Last. Well, that would make sense. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So I, I did a team this week, and I don't know if you've read, uh, those of young children might know the book A Squash and a Squeeze by Julia Donaldson. And there's mm. this, this old lady who's complaining about the size of her house, and then she asks a wise old man for some advice. And he starts saying, oh, bring in a chicken, bring, bring in a cow, bring in a hen, bring you know all these things. It wasn't a chicken, it was a hen. Uh, just because I know we'll get emails about it. So she fills the house full of these animals. And then she says, well, why am I, why am I doing this? And then the wise old man then says, take them all out. And then suddenly she realized her house is, is massive in comparison. And I tried that this week by bringing in all the big guns into my team. Mm. And then just gradually removing them. And it's very refreshing. So I've got, I've got a, two options here and I'm, I'm tempted to stick with, this one, which is my premium option. Okay, so this is a very strong team in places. I'll run you through this quickly. <laughs> okay. Because I've heard people saying, oh, cut of Haaland and Salah, just have to have Haaland, like you, you've said, and you've got one premium expensive player. Yeah. Okay. So, I've got Pickford, Pau Torres, because Pau will an easy sound clip to do on here likewise same yeah. reasons timber from arsenal I'll, yeah i'll find something there so pal torres timber and a stupanan at the back yeah right. midfield mudrick barnes matoma salah mudrick just because i want a, i want i want so much for him to have a good season because he got so much abuse i so think he will mate That's i really hope for good things for him so, Mudrick, Barnes, Matoma, Salah. Up front, João Pedro, who I think is going to start Ooh, for Brighton. Poppy. Yep, you've taken him out. <laughs> but I think he's going to start for Brighton. Uh, so, João Pedro, Haaland, and Kane. Good grief. Oh, that's nice. So, you've done very well there to get a three-meme in. Haaland, very nice. Kane, and Salah, all in the same team. 
along with Matoma, Barnes, Mudrick, João Pedro, Timber, Estupinan, Pau Torres, and Pickford. And even then, on the bench, you've got Turner, Kirkes, and Anderson of Newcastle, and then Bell of Luton, just as like the last sub. So it's not the worst team in the world. No, it's certainly players, not. Though. It's certainly not. I think I think Pedro is slightly questionable um, going going into the the first game. I'm I'm not convinced that he he would start. And then to have um, Kirkus coming off your bench in the first game might not be so bad. But but beyond that, it looks tricky from a defensive point of view for for Bournemouth. Uh, it's an interesting couple of picks there. I think in your six point five, that so you've got three six point five players there, and none of them are on Burmo. Yeah, because given his, given his given his run, yeah, yeah, I just don't know what we're going to get from Brentford without Tony because their whole team was based around Tony last season, and I mm. I just don't know. So I I could switch it around, you know, if we find that Mudrick isn't playing, you know, then I can. Switch I, think it Tim, I think Timber's a really interesting pick because um, I think there are so many, you know, you're spoilt for choice at five mil defenders in, in, in Arsenal. So, you've, you know, it's interesting the way the game has priced basically everybody at five mil in the Arsenal defence. So, um, you've got Timber, you've got Zinchenko, you've got Gabriel, you've got Saliba, all at five. Yeah. Um, and by far and away, the least owned at the moment is Timber. Yeah, Um I think- I, I really think it's it's just such an obvious sound clip for us to put into the podcast. <laughs> okay. So, okay. Um, and and also, every I I think he's going to be very attacking. I I would mm-hmm. if if I had to choose another Arsenal defender, it would be Saliba because I think he's decent. Yeah. Uh, but and and when Arsenal didn't have him last year, it really showed. When he got injured, it really showed mm-hmm. for Arsenal. They were terrible. that doesn't necessarily translate into fancy football points, though, does it? No, of course not. Of course not. But I'm expecting big things this season from him. Anyway, so mm. going with my squash and the squeeze analogy, I then yeah. thought, right, well, I don't think that team's terrible, but say I take Kane out, he's 12 and a half million, and I swap him over for someone else, okay? So if I if I take Kane out and swap him for just a 4.5 million striker, he can be my last sub on my bench. Yeah. Okay. Hashtag Cameron Archer. Cameron Archer, correct. So I I then thought, what can I do with my team then? And that gives me access to Saka and Luke Shaw and two and a half million in the bank. Yeah, but we spent the money yeah. in the bank. I think I well, think again you've got a good team there to be honest. That one to eleven. Mudrick, I think, is a good shout. You know, I think he came in for quite a lot of stick last season. But if you look at Chelsea's run, I know we've obviously not highlighted them as having good fixtures, but actually after Liverpool on the opening day, they've got West Ham, Luton, Forest, Bournemouth, Villa and Fulham. And three of those games are at home. Yeah. So we expect Pochettino to do well. I know that it might be a bit of time and hopefully they'll stick with him unlike they did with Potter. But I think the Chelsea assets, I mean, I'm saying this as a man who's not got any Chelsea assets. But I really like that Madrid show. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna have a good season. My my other option is so with the Kane money because if you go Kane to Archer, suddenly you have eight million spent, which uh, you know. So that that can take Anderson in midfield to Saka. Uh, it can take uh, who was it? A Pau Torres to Luke Shaw or someone like that, and then I'd have two and a half million in the bank that I could move if I wanted to. Matoma. 
Barnes or Mudrick, who are all six and a half, so I could swap them out to get some Manchester United coverage with Rashford or Bruno because I haven't, with the premium, I have no United coverage at all, which is a slight worry. I think I think it's um, I think it's pretty uninspiring when you look at forwards outside of Haaland and Kane. I like I don't yeah, yeah. see a lot of value there. I think the value is in the midfield, and that's often the way with with, with this game. Um, but I think outside of Haaland and Kane, I think Salah is the uh, least convincing of your premiums. Uh, I think I think a couple of seasons ago. It was a different story. But if you look at last year, Salah is priced up at 12.5 and Odegaard is priced up at 8.5. Okay, so there's, there's a big gap, yeah. 4 million difference. Last season, Salah came in with 2.39. Odegaard came in at 2.12. So you're spending 4 million extra to gain 27 points there. Yeah, of course, yeah. It, it, the, so, thing, the thing that's tempting me with Salah is because his ownership is so l- relatively low at the mm, moment. It's, it's 23.8%. So, yeah. And we know that he can go off. We know that at the start of the season, he loves to go off. So yeah. that's that's the problem. I mean, he's a player who's consistent. Odegaard has, is a real... I love watching Odegaard. He's a beautiful man and he's a great player. But he hasn't done it consistently year in, year out. Mo Salah has had six years in a row on fantasy football where he has scored more, more than 230 points. You, you have, but you've got two players at different tail ends of their career. Odegaard had a really his proper breakthrough season last year. Oh, you know, he sure, started Joe. to fulfil his potential. Whereas Salah is Salah, you you would say Salah is on his way out. You know, he'll it, be good for another year, maybe maybe two, but beyond that, he's not going to be the the prospect. So he's on a downward trajectory, I think. Salah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, well, you don't know what incredibly to turn up, do you? Either you know, again, genuinely. In- incredibly intelligent conversations we're having here with regards to fancy. Don't it's worry, listeners. Deep, isn't it? It will. It will all go AWOL. I don't want any new it. listeners to think that this is the standard we'll set for the rest of the season. There'll be uh, a lot, a great deal of nonsense and distraction moving yeah. forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Kane then is he? So he, if I kept my premium team and yeah. you know neglected. United assets. Would you prefer to have Kane in there? Effectively, I've got the choice of Kane or Bruno or um, Rashford. Oh, you yeah, well, know Kane. Yeah, I mean, so, well, something th- to throw into the mix here oh, is, things. is this Bayern Munich talk going to play with his head at all, do we think? I think it's now their final offer has been rejected, hasn't it? it was the last I saw. But Scored four goals be- at the weekend. Yeah, um, see, he's he's meant to be and, shot by these talks. It's true. <laughs> he scored four goals at the weekend, and and he's. It's not like this is new. Like this is it's true. the same story every year, and he's consistently hauled points for people. So, um, I don't think that will be a massive factor unless the actual the move obviously actually does go ahead. I don't think it'll be an issue. Yeah, it's got, it's got those first five games as well. I don't think percent ownership, Kane. 14. I don't think you need to do anything with that team, Phil. The only the only option the only other curveball I tried doing was with the premium getting rid of Kane and putting in Archer or whoever it was, and then in midfield going for De Bruyne. Oh no, De Bruyne's a lot of money. Yeah, he is, but no one's got his ten and a half million. But but again, no, hardly anyone's got him. And yeah, yeah, I I was so tempted with De Bruyne, but it's the whole question. I mean, I think he'll start. He should be a starting midfielder. Mm, You think so, wouldn't you? But it's you know sometimes he won't 
and that will irritate me a huge amount. But yeah, it would be nice to get a team with De Bruyne in there. But I haven't got if I with that team that I've that I've just given you, I haven't got the likes of Saka, Rashford, Trippier, Stones, Gabriel, Shaw, Bruno, Watkins, all these highly owned players. Trent, even I haven't got any of them. So if they actually do well, I am in the mire. You know? Yeah, I I I like it, Phil. I, I genuinely do like it. Um, I, I think Salah is a waste of money. Um, yeah. And I think you could, yeah, I think you could improve your midfield significantly by dropping Salah out and, and adding a, a million or two to a couple of those assets. But but, but if I did that, um, I, I could still have two premiums. I'd still, you know, if I got rid of Salah. You still have Harlan McCain. Yeah, mm. yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I'd still be plentiful, plentiful. Yeah. Uh, I think it's good, mate. Don't overthink it. That's what you'd always I, say to us. I think it's really important to try because we're having a bit of fun. You know, we we don't take the game particularly seriously. We're not. Oh no, I do, and I'm not. Okay, <laughs> right. But you you have um you came out last week with stats. I mean, hopefully people are realizing second pod into the season that you have no more stats. Thank goodness. You know, we, oh. we're not. We just play for fun, and you know we no, shouldn't have. <laughs> okay, but but it's nice to have it's nice to have players that other people don't have, and if they go off, then great. It's a bit of a gamble at the start of the season, and if not, I've got money in the bank to change it. Yeah, look, I like what you've done. I like what you've done, and I'd like to see you play it. It's interesting. I'm looking at the two squads. If you go as you you've both projected there, and we've got six players in common across the squad, oh, wow. uh, okay. and Phil, we've got three. So yeah, wow. I like that. I like that there's a bit of bit of jeopardy between the three of us. So a, yeah. player, a player I did consider uh, instead of, I can't remember who it was instead of, it might have been instead of Timber, um, was Ashley Young. Which No. Yeah, no. genuinely. Genuinely, I, I'm, I'm considering Ashley Young at the back. Okay, really? I mean, yeah, you, no, that's, you, it, was all, it was all sounding reasonably <laughs> sensible up until that point. Is this purely because of Everton's fixtures? Uh, well, four and a half million. He'll. Be, I reckon he'll be on some set pieces because I reckon old Dice will love him on set pieces. He's got a good free kick on him, which is exactly how uh, Everton like to get goals under Dice by just slamming a ball into the box. He's got Fulham, Villa, Wolves, Sheffield United as the first four fixtures. Why not? Well, uh, no, yeah, because Everton. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. And Everton's back line's probably going to have a combined age of about 180 or something ridiculous. So I'd I'd stay clear myself, mate. I think you've got a nice little team there that doesn't really need too much or any adjusting, to be be perfectly honest. out of my two teams then, do you think I'd go for the three-mium team or the one with, like, Saka and uh, Shaw? I'd stick with your three-mium, like I say, because your other one was was dropping Kane, and I think Kane's a real asset, and I'm... I would love to have Kane in my side. So yeah, I, I think Salah's your waste of money. But and also, I won't be saying I won't be saying that two weeks in, but I think long term I think he's he's your waste of money. The other thing to consider here, Phil, is that obviously Saka and Troy both have. So why don't you go different? Otherwise we're we'll just getting the same points. Yeah, that'd true. just be boring. There is already like every season a template forming online. I've now seen it and don't look I'm, online. That's that that the key. I'm really pleased that I don't have barely any of the template players well would you would you like to hear my template team 
Oh, here, here we, we go. go. Mike's, Mike's, Mike's been online. He's been copying old FPL <laughs> Harry. Oh, I love FPL Harry. What a nice boy. But no, lovely guy. Um, but no, I haven't been copying someone with a you know who does all the stats and stuff. He's a good place to go. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I mean this team is not uh, massively different to the one I I talked about last time out. So let me quickly rattle through it for you because um, I'm conscious that time's getting on and right. uh, you've got some questions there. So uh, in goal for me, I've gone Steele for Brighton. I'm now very confident he's going to be their number one to start the season. Um, and we've talked about their, their opening fixtures. So uh, Steele, Steele in goal. Um, continuing the theme, I've got S.G. Penan um, at the back as well um, because that seems to make sense with those opening fixtures. Luton at home, first of all, um, and, and some good games to follow. I've gone back four. Uh, I've gone big at the back, boys. Um, so I've gone Saliba, Shaw and Stones. I, I, I saw Stones getting into good attacking positions in the in the community shield. Um, Shaw is there for now, um, but Shaw will get swapped out game week two for Chilwell. And I'll, 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 I'll be dropping Shaw at that point. So when you say um, swapped out, transferred out or is he on your bench? Yes, transferred out. Yeah, yeah, no, transferred out. You've got four at the back, um, but you've got three sh- of them. Say again? You've got four at the back, but you said three. Uh, no, no, Supernan, Saliba, Shaw and Stones. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Isn't it? So, isn't it quite, sorry, just to interrupt there. Isn't it quite interesting that none of us have gone for a, a man who you had to have last season, Kieran Trippier? For me, yeah. he was it's just, just too, price, too expensive. Too expensive and the fixtures aren't great to start with. Um, so, so yeah. Um, midfield, I really like it. There's a lot of mid-rangers, but I really like all of them. Um, so, Bruno Fernandes. Um, I weighed up the, the Rashford thing um, and statistically, actually, Rashford scored more points than Fernandes last season. Um, hence, I guess, the, the extra 0.5 mil to get him. Um, but I just think Bruno's consistent. And I think given the captaincy he's got this season as well, that will drive him on all the more. So, and, and he's on pens. So, uh, Fernandes, uh, Madison, who has performed really well in pre-season. <laughs> I talked about that last week. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Why are you really laughing about Madison? Madison. He's the trap of the year. Of he's the trap right. of the last five years. We'll see. We'll see. Um, Mitoma, we've I think we've all got. We're yeah, all consistent yeah. in that. Um, Saka and Umbermo um, across the midfield. Uh, so it's a four-five and then a one uh, of Harland up top. Um, yeah. However, on my bench, yeah, you must have. Um, loads I've got bench. one. Good grief! I've got a fair bit. Which means I must have loads on my bench um, across <laughs> across the bench. <laughs> Uh, I have got Turner. I bought him, I bought him in. in, 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 in. I've got him in. I've got uh, Nico Jackson on the bench, Ollie Watkins on the bench, and I've got Anderson of Luton, um, yeah. who I flagged up last week. So, so you have got a quite extraordinary expensive bench. Yeah. Uh, I, what I've got is a really well-balanced squad that shouldn't need a lot of tinkering. Are you not put off by what happened last year with your bench scoring ridiculously good points? Um, I think... I think the point I made earlier about the lack of rotation, that's the nagging doubt in my mind, is that would I be better off, you know, swapping out Jackson and Watkins and bringing in Kane and Archer? I think that would just about work. Um, Don't you dare. Well, hold on. I mean, it's not like I've, I've only just heard of Harry Kane because you've been talking about him. That's um, right. <laughs> um, yeah, it would just uh, 15, 12.5, 2.5. No, I'd have to drop. I'd have to drop somebody else, and I don't really want to drop any of those players. I've been set on on that midfield five. 
I've had that consistently now for a few weeks and I've been really annoyed. Ditto the back four. I've had those, all four of those players in my draft um, for, for weeks now and I think I'd really kick myself. It's a bit like, it's a bit like why I don't ever settle on the same lottery numbers that if I just per chance happen to see it come up on BBC after the 10 o'clock news, the, the winning lottery numbers and the ones I traditionally went with had come up and I wasn't playing, I'd be furious. Yeah. So I think, I think <laughs> at this stage, um, the guys that I've, I've had in, in my mind for, for a little while, I need to stick with. So I like it. I think it's, it's a really good, strong squad. Um, I've got options moving forward in those game weeks, but I've also got those, those first few game weeks in mind with those Brighton players. You know, it's a Brighton. It's a triple up on Brighton. Yeah, um, I'm, which nerv- I'm actually- nervy about that because Brighton, uh, we're all banking on them doing as well as they did last year, and they've now got so many in their forward line. Like Matoma, Matoma's probably the biggest question mark in my team, right? Because I'm not. Yeah, there was some talk of him going to City, but I don't think that's going to happen. No, no, I don't think that is. Um, there you go. Let's look. Time will tell, won't it? Who and we'll we'll obviously next week we'll be able to review who fared well in the first week. But um, I like having those options on my bench. I don't like the idea of having a bench where I've got two 4.5s and a four mil on, on my bench. That um, That's not for me. That's fine. That's fine. Well, thanks, Mike. Uh, it's, yeah, it's not bad. It's, it's nice that every, everyone's different. Um, yeah. Well, it's Going nice for well. now until until next week when I have a calamity. But yeah. Um, yeah. Gents, we've had some questions sent in, so we'll, we'll go through those, shall we? Yeah, uh, please. Is Salah a must? His preseason has been incredible, and he's under the radar. Well, oh, that, I think no. I've covered this. Yeah. No, he's not a must. I'm I, with Mike on this. Not, not for me. Far too much money, and we don't know what Liverpool are going to turn up this season, do we? I do think when they start playing their Europa League games, I'm probably that'll be where I worry about getting rid of Salah because the amount of games he's going to be playing is going to be insane. Uh, and it's on the mm. it's the whole Thursday Sunday thing. Yeah, mm. yeah, it's not great. Uh, yeah, not for me, thank you. Is the template midfield overrated? The template midfield, I assume, being sort of Saka, Odegaard, or Martinelli, or Bruno, Rashford, Matoma. They're the sort of six players. People have got sort of four or five from those six, haven't they? Yeah, me. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say so. I mean, they're all fairly fairly cheap. I mean, all of them are, are, are at least four million cheaper than Salah, as an example. So, um I think on, on current form and with fixtures, those are the kind of four players really you need to go for, in my opinion. Okay. Uh, who's your favourite 4.5 million defender? Well, I might change my mind after the weekend, but at 0.2% ownership, Mr. Kirkes could be a real difference. Or it could be a disaster, let's face it. The, the thing is, is he's, not, he's not going to get many clean sheet points. I mean, he's in my squad. Both don't keep clean sheets. And, no, and the don't. new manager... By all accounts, is we'll score one more than you, tactics. So I think we will concede goals, but going forward, he's got the potential to get some assists. I don't That's see that he can be the best four point five option. Not when you got Ashley Young, I suppose. But <laughs> that's true. I, I think I think you, you know the Villa assets at four point five are, you know, they stand out. I think Rico Henry. We've talked about Brentford's fixtures. I think Rico Henry at four point five is a really good pick. Um, you a really, really good do play. like Brentford, don't you, Mike? You you're, uh, you really are targeting them to start the season. I just think if you look at the teams last season, they were the best of the rest that didn't qualify for Europe. So they were, 
if they, you know, I think they were three points away from qualifying for Europe. So, and they haven't got Europe. And I think that was to their benefit last season. I think it would be to their benefit this season. Um, you look at, you know, I think that's where the likes of Chelsea are going to actually are, are going to benefit this this season as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so I think I think Brentford will be the best of the rest this year. I think I think Europe will stretch the likes of Brighton. Um, which, yeah, I mean, who else is going to step in? I mean, West Ham haven't strengthened. Palace, bleh, you know, they've let Zahar go, so they haven't really. I don't really see them improving. Mm. None of those teams that were in the middle of the table, you you feel have really kicked on. Um, so if you stay as is, I, I I absolutely grant you that Tony's not there. Um, but Brentford Brentford's recruitment's been pretty sound over the years, and they've got a good squad. Um, I think I think they're the ones that will will kick on. An outside uh, option for a 4.5 million defender. Bearing in mind Chelsea's defensive issues at the moment, they've got a lot of injuries and they've got rid of a few actually, is Levi Colwell, who was, who yeah. was at Brighton last year. He didn't play yeah. loads for Brighton. He he played, uh, he started 13 games, but he's signed a new contract with Chelsea. Uh, people are talking about him like he's the next Rio Ferdinand. Hmm. And so he may well end up starting the season for Chelsea in defence at four point five million. Yeah, I mean, if you look at if you look at last season, the the highest point scoring defender uh, that that is currently at four point five in the game is Tyro Mings. I mean, nod to to Ant there on that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. A bench. lot of people have gone. <laughs> a lot of people are going for Botman. A yeah. lot, I think, given given their their clean sheet record that Newcastle had and, until it sort of started to fade away just at the end there of the season, they were. Uh, keeping an awful lot of clean sheets. Um, so, yeah, most people have gone for Botman over Mings. But, see, they're another team, Villa, who, who I mean, not in the short term, but in the in the medium term, they're going to have to be competing in Europe. And I think, I'm not sure, I'm not sure they've got the squad to do that. Okay, fair enough. Uh, next question. If Kane stays at Spurs, will he outscore Haaland in an incredibly attack-minded Spurs team? That's from Mickey, who is a Spurs fan. <laughs> Asking yeah. hope rather than expectation. Well, Haaland hasn't scored in the last six or seven games he's played. Is that correct? Yeah, sounds about right, doesn't it? But you look at City's fixtures. I don't know. I mean, if you're if you're brave, I think there's only about fourteen percent of players currently don't you know don't have Haaland, and I think you'd be you'd be brave to start the season without him. Put it that way, even though he is fourteen million. Have you got him because everyone else has got him, and if if he goes off, you're in a big big trouble? Because that's why yes. I've got him. That's the only reason I've got him. It's peer pressure. Well, no, I, th- I, I yeah, think those fixtures. Well. It's like when I think my next door neighbours well. when my next door neighbours mow their lawn. It's like oh, now I've got to mow my lawn because otherwise I look like <laughs> a terrible. <human> being. <laughs> uh, that's, and the other the other week, both sides of my house mowed their lawn. And uh, suddenly, your lawn looks like a jungle. So I had to buy Harland. In a similar vein, yeah. If you want to have a little bit of fun on your on your road? Um, well, early tea time tonight. I think it's been night in Old Holt. Yeah, put early, the wrong one out as a prank. Put the wrong one out early doors and see how many people follow you. The problem oh, is, I will sneaky. forget. I will forget. Hmm. Last hmm. week, I was convinced, convinced it was rubbish, not recycling, and <laughs> uh, and everyone else had recycling, so I just did it. I just uh, oh, followed the crowd. Yeah. You know but, you get yeah. an old woman talking about bins. Yeah. Happy yeah, sorry. Days. Yes. Happy days. Uh, so, yeah, do you think Kane could outscore Haaland? I reckon he could. Genuinely, I, I think I think he's the... 
I agree. Like as a priority, I think he's he's probably is a better option than Salah if you're getting two premiums. I mean, he tends to start slow, though, doesn't he? Um, Mr. Kane, he had this record anyway. He wouldn't, he couldn't score in August, seemingly. But um, depends what kind of a start he gets. If he gets off to a good start and with Spurs' fixtures, he could well do. Then, yeah. But if Haaland scores the, uh, on Friday night, then yeah, I'm I'm not sure. convinced by this myself. Okay. So, so that that begs the question: Who are you captaining this week? And is it Haaland? Because Phil, I know you don't like yeah, captaining no somebody who plays in the first game. No way am I captaining Haaland this week. Right. First game. Back for me. Game. And and I think that even if Haaland scores, I think because Pep loves old what's his chops Burnley manager names gone company. out. Company. Company. I think out of a sign of respect, they'll just take their foot off the gas. Wow. Okay. I mean, I don't I, think that will happen, but okay. No, I don't think that's a thing at all. But yeah, if, okay. If I had Rashford or Bruno, I would be captaining them purely because the whole weekend you think, oh, I've still got my captain to play because he's playing on Monday yeah. night. It, it yeah. just, a, just a warning to those who don't realize the deadline uh, is 90 minutes before kickoff of the first game of the game week, and this week it's on a Friday. So your deadline is. You're yeah, listening to this on Friday night. Our apologies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> 6 30. Uh, PM on Friday night is the deadline. But yeah, I would be looking at captaining a, a United asset, Rashford or or Fernandez. If you've got both, then probably Rashford. Personally, what about you, Ant? Who are you captaining? Uh, Saka. Uh, Forest were pretty atrocious away from home last season. Arsenal very good at home. Saka's looked lively, I think, in preseason. So yeah, I've gone for him. Okay, Mike. I'm going Harlands. Uh, because I'm too scared of, of everybody else hauling. Um, yeah. It's fierce. Well, I think that's a tough game. I think Vincent Company will have Burnley very well drilled. I'm not saying they're going to necessarily beat City or even get a draw, but I don't... If Haaland is the score, I don't see him getting more than one, to be honest. Okay. I, uh, so, I yeah, It's exciting having three different captains. Wow, okay. Yeah, and look this, at this for the start of the season. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so, boys, Thomas... Thomas yeah. Oh, yeah, fine. That felt like a good place to end it. Go on. Okay, so Col R on Twitter, Col R87. And my biggest uh, dilemma now is Salah. I've got great drafts without him, but my mind keeps going back to him. I can get ge- decent drafts with him too, but my I'm weak in defence and bench. Col R, just bring him in. Live the dream. Because no, I'm... I couldn't Do disagree not. more. Two to one says I'm wrong. Don't bring him in. Joe R. Okay. Uh, I'm thinking of taking a punt on Garnacho of United, then possibly moving him to a Bournemouth midfielder in a few weeks. Who do you think is the best five million Bournemouth midfielder? A question. No Good one was question. Expecting. Good, great Good question. question. I think um, so. I think you've got you've got two options, and you're if you're if you're waiting to see, then all the better. Um, I think you're probably um, looking at Cliver as a prospect in in midfield at five mil. Um, but also just keep an eye on David Brooks, guys. He's looked really good. He's looked back to his best mm. in preseason after obviously a, a couple of years out with with being poorly. Um, I would not be surprised to see Brooks starting for Bournemouth and, and cementing his place in the team now, um, yeah. which is a really pleasant surprise because I, I, I figured he'd probably end up going out on loan. Um, but he's looked probably our best player in preseason. Um, and- Clive at a five mil is an, is an option. Um, yeah, a name, a name I would throw into the hat here is uh, Dango Otara, who uh, we signed in January from yeah 
Moriah, who looks, he looked very lively. Scored that, that late, late winner, didn't he, away at Spurs last season? Um, so he uh, he's got something about him. He's very raw, I think. But five million, uh, he's got a goal or an assist in him. I would suggest. So um, yeah, I, I would I would be going for him personally over over Cliver or Brooks. The last okay. question we've got is from Voitcher. Kane or Salah can't really have them both. Uh, well, you can, you can Voitcher. You can have all all three. Kane, Salah, just and copy Harlan. Phil. Copy me. Uh, but if if you have to choose, probably I've been swayed to think it's Kane. Yeah, I'd, I'd go Kane. Okay. Look, you'll be kicking yourself in game week two when Salah scores a hat trick against Bournemouth. But um, <laughs> I mean, it's my, that's 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 certainly not a hope, um, but it's a fear. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, but I think outside of that week too, I don't particularly like Liverpool's opening fixtures. I don't think they're particularly exciting. Um, so yeah, I would definitely be looking at Kane. Liverpool's start to the season, if uh, you need reminding, is Chelsea away, Bournemouth at home, Newcastle away, Villa at home, Wolves away. So yeah, it's not great. Not great. Mm. Gents, it's been nice to get back. It feels like this has been probably one of our most professional turnouts we've ever had. This is horrible. And, and I can only apologise for that. It won't happen again. No. no, no. Boys, we're not going to go without picking our first week punts, are we? Surely not. Oh, no, no. We... Thank goodness someone's on the ball. This is where we pick a player of less than 2% ownership. Uh, and we and if they do well, then next week our captain won't get picked by a listener. Is that correct? That is yes. correct. And I'm going to jump straight in and pick a name that Mike's just mentioned. Mr. Clivert, 0.7% ownership. Making nice. his form of debut, hopefully. I presume he will anyway at home to West Ham. So yeah, I'm going I'm going with him. Okay. Phil? Uh obviously I hadn't even considered looking at this. So um I oh I've got a sound clip. So I am gonna go for Which one? Jaden? Kelly. <laughs> Uh, no, uh, I go for the Man United one um, because it will give me something to look forward to on Monday. Okay, I'm going to go for Kulazewski. Um, Brentford, yeah, right. for Spurs. One point eight percent ownership, seven mil on the game. Seven mil, yeah, that's that's not a terrible price, but there's so many good six and a half mils, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Jets. It's oh. been it's been fun. Have a have a nice rest of the week, and good luck for the first game of the season, everyone. Oh, I've got to go with you. Uh, before we go, Phil, it feels yeah. it oh. feels like it'd be wrong not to wish you a very happy birthday for tomorrow. Oh. Um, happy birthday, Phil. We Thank are getting so old uh, now that we are nearly catching Mike up, but uh, we've still got a few years on him yet. But yeah, happy Thank birthday you. for tomorrow, Thank mate. You. Have a lovely day. Thank you. That and consider means... that shout out your gift. <laughs> 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 okay, guys, bye. Goodbye. Bye now. <laughs> 